It's that hard night. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm hard on nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Yes. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? How you doing tonight? This is Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. All right, let's get right into it. A heavily armed man with explosive found dead at an amusement park over the weekend. Police said a heavily armed man was killed. He killed himself rather than carry out the plans, apparent plan to attack an amusement park in Colorado. A heavily armed man killed himself rather than carry out an apparent plan to shoot up a mountaintop amusement park in Colorado. His body was discovered in the bathroom next to words scrawled on the wall, I am not a killer. Diego Barajas Medina, 20 years old, was found dead in a woman's bathroom at the Glenwood Carvins Adventure Park by a maintenance crew on Saturday morning before the park opened to the public. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, Garfield County Coroner Robert Glassmeyer stated. Medina apparently entered the park while it was closed, armed with an AR-style rifle and a semi-automatic handgun and explosive, and was wearing body armor and tactical clothing similar to what a police SWAT team member might wear. A message saying, I am not a killer, I just want to get into the caves, was written on the wall of the bathroom where Medina's body was found lying on the floor. Garfield County Sheriff Lou Valero said, All right, nearby was a handgun and explosive devices. Some were real and some of them were fake. The AR-style rifle was on the counter nearby along with a duty belt holding several ammunition magazines, uh, ammunition clips to hold his uh, ammunition. Valero could not say for certain that Medina wrote the message on the wall. There were no prior indications either at home or school suggesting that he was planning an attack, Valero said, but the Sheriff noted that investigators have not conducted any in-depth interviews as of yet. The FBI will help review Medina's phone records and social media posting as part of an investigation. Given the preparation, given the amount of weapons and ordinance he had, it almost seemed very highly likely he intended to use those against the community. All right. Given the preparation, given the amount of weapons and ordinance he had, it almost seemed like he was about to carry out the plans against the community. Damn. Uh, he chose not to, Valero said. Multiple improvised explosive devices were found in the vehicle used by Mr. Medina, police says. Authorities searched the rest of the park for other explosives, but suggested no others were found. Uh, Medina's body's, body was removed Sunday after the scene was deemed safe, according to the coroner. The park likely would have been crowded on a fall weekend during the hunting season when people go to the mountains to see the change in autumn colors. Valero says, given the park's isolated location, which visitors take, uh, normally take a gondola, a gondola 
it would have been difficult to get any wounded to the hospital. Mr. Medina was from the nearby town of Carbondale, where he lived with his mother and his brother, Valero says. In a list of high school graduates published in a local newspaper in 2021, Medina said he planned to work for a year after graduation before attending Colorado Mountain College, a community college with several locations in western Colorado. A search of his room by law enforcement found nothing to indicate explosives or bomb-making materials, and he had no known criminal history or prior encounters with police. The weapons found on Medina were ghost guns, which do not have serial numbers, and therefore it cannot be traced. His clothing had patches and emblems that gave the appearance of Medina being associated with law enforcement. Some of the suspects suspected explosive turned out to be fakes. Some of the suspected explosives turned out to be fake ones, including several that looked like hand grenades, but others were real, the sheriff stated. However, there was no evidence to suggest that explosive devices had been placed elsewhere inside of the park. Investigators believe Medina drove up to the park on a service road. The park, which is surrounded by state-owned public land, is on a mountain above the Colorado River in western Colorado. Its attractions include cave tours, an alpine coaster, and a pendulum swing ride perched on the edge of a cliff that sends riders over the river canyon. No employees or visitors were on the scene when Medina entered the park. According to a statement issued Monday by Glenwood Carvins, and his body was found outside of the restricted areas where rides are located. This very sad and tragic incident reminds us how much our Glenwood Springs community means to us, Glenwood Carvins General Manager Nancy Hurd said in a statement. All right, that, those are the details about this incident. He, he killed himself. He didn't carry out the plans. So, you know, I don't know what's going on, but they're doing an investigation about this, right? So a heavily armed man with explosive was found dead at an amusement park over the weekend. And then he planned to shoot up the mountaintop amusement park in Colorado. His body, his body was discovered in the bathroom next to words that was scrawled on the wall. That it was carved on the wall. I am not a killer. Diego Barajas Medina, twenty years old. You know, he was found dead in the women's bathroom at Glenwood Carvins Adventure Park by a maintenance crew on Saturday morning before the park opened to the public. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. All right, Garfield County Coroner Robert Glassmeyer said. Yeah, I had to put this one down because... I was supposed to report on this earlier, but I was like, let me let me get this one out the way before I forget about it. Um, Diego Barajas Medina, he's only 20 years old. 
Medina apparently entered the park while it was closed, armed with an AR-style rifle, a semi-automatic handgun, and explosive, and was wearing a body armor and tactical clothing similar to what a police SWAT team member would wear. A message saying, I am not a killer, I just wanted to get into the caves, was written on the wall of the bathroom where Medina's body was found lying on the floor. Garfield County Sheriff Lou Valero said nearby was a handgun and explosive devices. Some was real and some was fake. The AR-style rifle was on the counter nearby along with a a duty belt holding several ammunition magazines. Valero could not say for certain if that Medina wrote the messages on the wall, on the wall, on the bathroom wall. There were no prior indications either at home or school suggesting that he was planning the attack, Valero said, but the sheriff noted that investigators have not conducted any in-depth interviews as of yet. The FBI will help with the Review the FBI will help review Medina's phone records and social media posting as part of an investigation. Given the preparation, given the amount of weapons and ordinance he had, it almost seemed very highly likely he intended to use those against the community. He chose not to, which is fortunate, right? Multiple improvised explosive devices were found in the vehicle that Medina used. Authorities searched the rest of the park for other explosives, but suggested no others were found. Medina's body was removed Sunday after the scene was deemed safe. The park likely would have been crowded on a fall weekend during hunting season when people go to the mountains to see the change in autumn colors. You know, the um, season did change, Valero said. Given the park's isolated location, which visitors take a gondola, it would have been difficult to get any wounded to the hospital, so it could have been very catastrophic if he wanted to carry out the plans. So, you know, this is crazy. I know this is going to spark up some more controversy over there in Capitol Hill, most definitely. All right. I was supposed to talk about this earlier, but I was like, let me knock this down right now before it's too late. So, uh, he graduated in 2021. Medina said he planned to work for a year after graduation before attending Colorado Mountain College, a community college with several locations in Western Colorado. A search of his room by law enforcement found nothing to indicate explosives or bomb-making materials, and he had no known criminal history or prior encounters with police. The weapons found on Medina were ghost guns, which do not have serial numbers and therefore it can't be traced. His clothing had patches and emblems that gave the appearance of Medina being associated with the law enforcement. All right. Some of the suspected explosives turned out to be fakes, including several that looked like hand grenades, but others were real, the sheriff says. However, there was no evidence to suggest that explosive devices had been placed elsewhere inside of the park. Investigators believe Mr. Medina drove up to the park on a service road. The park, which is surrounded by state-owned public land, is on a mountain above the Colorado River in western Colorado. 
Its attract its attractions include cave tours, an alpine coaster, and a pendulum swing ride perched on the edge of a cliff that sends riders over the river canyon. No employees or visitors were on the scene when Medina entered the park, according to a statement issued by Monday. I mean, issued on Monday by Glenwood Carvins. I guess that's the company or the name of the uh, the part, the establishment. And his body was found outside of restricted areas where rides are located. All right. So those are the details that they have. Like I said, I already seen this earlier. I just. It slipped my mind to talk about that, but I was like, let me put that, let me, let me get this on wax before I forget, all right? Like I said, Spotify is demanding so much from me, all right? I'm like, okay, okay, you know, but this is what happened, and fortunately, nothing didn't happen, but unfortunately, this young kid killed himself, uh... So hopefully we have updates and details in the oncoming weeks because the FBI is investigating this situation right here. So, all right, so we're going to keep it moving. You already know what time it is. This is Thinking Out Loud. Let's keep it moving on some more news. All right. A mother phone of Pepperdine Sr. Uh, hold up. A senior for Pepperdine, um, some college called Pepperdine, they got this whole headline messed up. It's not right. All right, it, uh, a young kid, one of some kid killed a bunch of uh, sorority sisters. He was driving 104 miles per hour on a curve that's deadly. Uh, they say allegedly he was texting and driving at the same time. He was driving irate, 104 miles per hour, and he lost control and slammed into a bunch of parked cars. Uh, which subsequently killed four um, students. All right, so the mother of a Pepperdine University senior killed this month alongside her three sorority sisters by a speeding driver in Malibu, California, called the loss every parent's worst nightmare. Frazier Baum, who is 22 years old, is charged with barreling down the Pacific Coast Highway at 104 miles per hour. Oh, excuse me. 104 miles per hour when he lost control of his BMW and slammed into a row of cars that struck Nyan Rolston, Peyton Stewart, Asher Weir, and Deslin Williams. All right, it's so hard. It's every parent's worst nightmare, said Tracy, Tracy Rolston, the mother of the 20-year-old Nyan. As she choked back tears, you have a kid and you just hope that nothing like this will ever happen. Mr. Baum, who is charged with four counts each of murder and vehicular manslaughter, was released Friday on a $4 million bond after spending three days in jail. All right? So, he killed four girls and walked away without a scratch, and now he's out, she added. I know that justice, I know that justice has to go through its due process, but it's very hard. Tracy revealed that Bond was a classmate of her daughter's at Oaks Christian School, where he played varsity baseball. While they weren't friends, they're likely to cross paths. All right. 
Tracy last saw her daughter the weekend before her death. Niamh returned to the family's Los Angeles home to celebrate her mother's birthday. They went shopping on Sunday, and Tracy dropped her off Monday at her dorm room where she shared a suite with Stuart and Weir. Both were 21 years old. Uh, the foursome, who were all members of the Alpha Phi sorority, headed to a party at the Sigma Chi or Sigma Chai house at about 8.30 p.m. on October 17th and parked a few houses away. He sped so hard that he launched a car into them and they died from blunt force trauma. Tracy said she and Niamh's father, David Rolston, heard about the crash Wednesday morning and rushed to the scene. I drove there hoping that it wasn't true, but her phone said she was there. Tracy recalled breaking down in sobs. She was a happy girl. She loved life. She had everything going for her. They all did, and their lives were cut short. The loss has, has been devastating for Niamh's little brother. Where Miss Ware of Sick Pack, Pennsylvania, I meant to say Skip Pack, Pennsylvania, was an English major, while Williams, she was 21 years old, of Atlanta, was a pre-med biology major, and Stewart of Westwood, New Jersey, studied international business and planned to pursue a career in tech. The Rolston family had a funeral Saturday at the Church of the Good Shepherd in Beverly Hills, where Niamh was baptized. Tracy's grief has been compounded by hearing Baum's high-powered attorney, Michael Crott, frame his client as a victim. Mr. Crott said last week in Los Angeles Superior Court that Baum was texting at a stop sign when another driver started yelling at him and then ran him off the road, setting in motion the tragic collision. The attorney also insisted that Baum was only going 70 miles per hour the posted speed limit was 45 miles per hour. He told news sources that he repeatedly tried to share this information with investigators, but they wasn't interested in that. The attorney said his client was under, wasn't under the influence and had no previous traffic violations. All right, the attorney said that his client was not under the influence and he had no previous traffic violations. But prosecutor Nathan Bartos said that Baum, who grew up in an $8.7 million Malibu home with the sweeping views of the Pacific Ocean, knew the neighborhood very well and the dangers of the stretch of highway dubbed the Dead Man's Curve. In an initial interview with detectives, Baum allegedly admitted that he might have been texting when he crashed and didn't mention that an irate driver had pursued him. It's very hard to hear his attorney say that he was a victim, Tracy told news sources. Our girls are gone, and he was driving 104 miles per hour and possibly texting. I mean, I do realize he didn't set out to murder them, but at the same time, you can't do that. You can't do what he did. The most treacherous, treacherous section of the Pacific Coast Highway, which is in which includes Dead Man's Curve, inspired the documentary 21 Miles in Malibu. Film producer Michael Shane lost his 13-year-old daughter, Emily, in a car accident on the iconic highway. As for the Rolston's family, 
they're not sure that they will ever heal. We're not over this and we never will be. It's very unnatural to bury your child, Tracy says. Right then, so like they got the headlines. The way that they put down the headlines, I'm like, this is the headlines. Mom of mom of Pepperdine senior killed by former classmate says Malibu crash every parent's worst nightmare. Like I probably would have did it different. But anyway, Fraser Bomb released on a four million dollar bond after three days in jail. You know, so the mother of the Pepperdine University senior killed this month alongside her three sorority sisters by a speeding driver in Malibu, California, called the loss every parent's worst nightmare. The boy name is Fraser Baum. He was 22 years old. Obviously, he came from a rich family. Is charged with barreling down the Pacific Coast Highway at 104 miles per hour when he lost control of the of his BMW and slammed it into a row of cars that struck Niam Rolston, Peyton Stewart, Asher Weir, and Deslin Williams. It's so hard, it's every parent's worst nightmare, said Tracy Rolston, the mother of the 20-year-old Niam, as she choked back tears. You have a kid and you just hope that nothing like this ever would happen. Mr. Baum, Fraser Baum, who was charged with four counts each of murder and a vehicle manslaughter was released on Friday on a $4 million bond after spending three days in jail. He killed four girls and walked away without a scratch and now he's out. I know that justice has to go through the process, but it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Tracy revealed that Bond was a classmate of her daughter's at Oaks Christian School, where he played varsity baseball. While they weren't friends at all, they've likely to cross paths. The mother was talking, you know. Tracy last saw her daughter the weekend before her death. Niam returned to the family's Los Angeles home to celebrate her mother's birthday. They went shopping on Sunday, and Tracy dropped her off. Monday at her dorm room where she shared a, su a suite with Stuart and Weir, both were 21 years old. All right. Like, I had to freaking do it again. I had to like say it again because I was stumbling the first time I was reading it. I don't even know why. I already knew the details. And then I just ate, I just ate something. So it's probably messing with me. All right. So, you know, he got a high-powered attorney. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, obviously his family is rich. They got money and stuff like that. And I don't know. He probably going to get away with that shit, especially if he got a, a attorney like that. He probably He's probably going to be able to walk away. Because when you got a lot of money, that much power, you know what I'm saying? Money is power. So if you got that much power... You, your attorney could get you out of trouble, you know? Remember Travis Rudolph? Like, just imagine if uh, the Travis Rudolph dude from over there, the ex-NFL player, where him and his girlfriend got into it, and then the girlfriend seen something in his phone, and then she started tripping out, and then they got into it. Then she done told her brother to, like, shoot up his house, 
And then one dude out of that group with her brother that she told to go shoot up the ex-NFL player's house, one of the dudes was got shot and killed because the, the ex-NFL player, he got guns too, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, uh. But just imagine if Travis Rudolph didn't had the money to get him to get himself retain a lawyer, and he had a uh, a public defender, he would have never got out that situation. He probably would have been he would probably would have been doing time. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, I'm just saying, like if you got money, you could get yourself out of uh, real dubious circumstances per se. You see what I'm saying? So. He probably gonna get the boy um bomb, Mr. Bomb, Frazier Bomb. He's probably gonna get himself out of that situation, man. Alright? So the mo the mother probably not gonna be happy about it at all. And then I'm trying to see if I could jump on some other news and stuff like that. Uh, I might get into something, but I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. You already know what to do. Follow me on Instagram and on TikTok. Just type Box Benji in the search engine. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You will find me there, all right? This is Thinking Out Loud. This is Ben Farrell. And I will holler at you later. Peace. Boom. It's the Harlem nights, party at the bodega. 